One of my homies that got shot. Officers came in, it was another shootout. As I was running, he shot me. Standing on me with the gun, he was just like, look at me and took off. And they put me in there for attempted murder on a police officer. I was predicted a statistic that might not last. You're with Crip. When did you get put on? Teen days, you feel me? Teenager, you grow up in it, you feel me? When you grow up in it, it's just like you're a product of your environment, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you that's what you're around, you know what I'm saying? As you grow, and I guarantee you that's damn near every majority of everybody that grew up in that shit as a primary environment. We're trying to get out of it. We're not trying to come to it. We're trying to get out of it, but it ain't no escape for us then, you feel me? And then when we mature, like I'm mature now, you're like, bullshit, you feel me? So, but it's hard for me to tell somebody else that because that's their product environment now. I'm not there right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's like whatever, cause you can't really, you can't really, you expect it. You could tell people, you could try to feed it to them, but you can't force feed it. It's something that they gotta go through that process and get there themselves too. You feel me? Yeah. And like unfortunately banging these days doesn't have a fucking high life expectancy man oh man it, it don't you know what i mean and it, it really never did like all my homies is gone wish i would have knew that when i was younger but i never expected to see 18 i never expected to see 17 six i used to be like yeah i'm still astonished i'm alive today <laughs> all the bullets i didn't took <laughs> it's like all my homies is gone you feel me they dead on drugs or in jail doing life and when you turn around and all your homies like that, bro, you be like, damn, like everybody, even like the girls you think women would last and you see they even be dying. You just like, fuck. Like the ghetto is a fucking, just got a fucking dark cloud over that motherfucker. You feel me? For fucking sure. Was when you were coming up, Crip, was it a choice or was it just you were part of that neighborhood? It's a choice, but it's not a choice because you grow up with it, it's like your cousins, like say you have your family and you with your cousins, man. And your cousin doing it, you rolling with your cousins, bro. You feel me? Like it's your family. You know what I'm saying? It's what you with every day and you're protective of each other and you grow up with each other. That's just how it is in this camaraderie. And I think the camaraderie used to be even more deeper back then, but now it's all losing structure. You feel me? Like you'll have homies on homies and tripping nowadays. You didn't used to have that. If you had that, then all the homies would get together and we're gonna beat your ass. You feel me? Like, like family members, like you fucking up your little cousin, your little cousin do something, all the cousins or whatever, we're gonna fuck you up. You don't do this, you know what I'm saying? And it's camaraderie. But now it's like as time goes, it's just like the structure of that ain't there no more. You know what I'm saying? It's just like anything yeah. goes and happens, man. Yeah, a lot, lot of blue on blue, red on red lately, man. It's a whole lot of that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the times change like because you know as we get older, you know I got I got blood homies, I got a gang of blood homies, bro. I got a gang of crip homies, gang of Mexican homies, all that. You feel me? When you were growing up, what was what was the the environment between your neighborhood and the Mexican? Was there a beef back then? Back in my days, it was like it'd be on site. You feel me? It's yep. just like with bloods, it was on site. In California. It's not like every other state, you know what I'm saying? Like it's hella racial in Southern California. Like if you go, you in a, even in a county jail, you know what I'm saying? If you in that motherfucker, the Mexicans got their, if it's three phones, the Mexicans got their phones, the white boys got their phones and the blacks got their phones. You know what I'm saying? 
if you if a black accidentally use messing phone, you're gonna have one of they, the one that got the, the keys, basically the caller for they 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 click up in there for they race, they'll be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Tell you, tell you, tell the new guy, you know what I'm saying, don't use our phone, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna kick off something. But then say like if it's only two phones, the Mexicans and the whites will share a phone, you know what I'm saying? And if the blacks have a phone. Sometimes, like if you see one of the, the, the essays or something, you go use the phone. If you don't wipe that motherfucker off and somebody don't see him wipe it off, oh, it'll kick off, son. They're going to whip his ass. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's hella like racial like that. You feel me? Like, they, you, like say if I'm in there and I got a Mexican homie and I, I ain't got nothing. And he, if he look out for me with something and his race find out about it, find out about it, like he gave me some fucking food to eat that night, like a noodle or anything. They'll, oh, they'll be on his ass, bro. He'll have to come sneak that shit to you. Like, don't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, okay, good looking. Because a lot of us, we be on the street together. You know what I'm saying? Even from the Mexicans, everything. So we, some of them we even grew up with. And before it became racial, we used to play with each other and everything. You feel me? And then now yeah. we older and we get in jail and we see each other like, oh, what's up, Carlos? What's up, Carlos? And you're like, oh, what's up? But it's a race thing in here too. You feel me? So we can't just bond like that. You just gotta be like, you know, if a riot kick off, you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't, I ain't gonna stab you. I ain't gonna. Yeah. But it's just hella racial, bro. It's it's really fucked up. To be cool on the street until it's tension. You feel me? Other than yeah. that, like I got a gang of Mexican homies, man, and a, a lot of the Mexicans even love my music and support me. So, but like I said, man, it's a cultural thing, and that's something you just can't, you just can't stop. You know what I'm saying? But I think yeah. at the end. We all got love for each other, but it's just the politics of this bullshit. You feel me? Yeah, exactly. When it comes down to the politics, that's all it is, I think. We got more fucking ways to communicate with each other. You feel me? To where yep. people be like, oh, he ain't like that. He actually he seemed kind of cool. Like you could just see a normal person go by their social media page and they'll be on live. And then you see people talking and interacting. So that's a, it's a different way we all meeting now. You know what I'm saying? We don't got to yeah. meet going inside the store and be like, oh, what's up? What's up, fool? You know what I'm saying? And tripping with each other because you might see them and be like, oh, yeah, I met Hey, man, I met you on a, uh, on social media. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You cool dude. Da, da, da. This shit kind of gets in a curse. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's a different world now with it J just for that reason because, yeah, you could pop into anybody's fucking live. You could peep on anybody's IG and get a feel yeah. like, oh, this, this dude's a real person, you know, probably would fucking hang out with him, play some Madden with him or something, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> exactly, bro. I just wish people would see that, take the time to look at that and see that we're all the fucking same, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it is. That's why I say it's a gift and a curse because some people, they use it for bad things. They use it to catch you slipping and want to, you know what I'm saying, trip with you and da-da-da-da. And then you got some people that's just like, Nah, like you seem cool and they want to meet you and they meet you and you just end up being cool. Da, da, da. It's a gift and a curse. This this social media shit, the way this shit in grew is just wild as fuck, right? I remember yeah. fucking cell phones, bro. You used to look at this shit like, yo, that's a fucking cell phone. Oh man, that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see older motherfuckers and they have a cell phone in the car. You like, that's a cell phone in the car? Those big bricks. It's, I don't know, they yeah. call them smartphones, but I swear they make you stupid. They make you stupid as hell. Yeah, man, yeah. I can't remember a phone number to save my life. It's oh, when I go to jail, it's the worst, bro. I'll be sitting in there, nobody don't even know. I think as long as I went to jail, like sitting in there like two weeks or some shit, and I ain't know nobody phone. I'm only sitting in here because I don't know nobody phone number to bail me out, and I got the money <laughs> to bail me out, but I don't know. 
I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was sitting there so long, the CEOs was like, fuck it, man. You got the money in your fucking, in your wallet? I was like, yeah. They was like, we'll let the bail bondman come. And they let the bells bondman, and they brought him my wallet and swiped my card. You bailed right yourself up. They swiped it for him, and he was able to post my bail. I was like, yo, that's good looking. He's stuck, bro. Can't remember no phone numbers. Let's take it back to the music now. When did you first get involved with Mob Deep? Well, when I used to be around like Snoop and Pacnam, you know, a lot of us artists, we have same events a lot of places or we come across each other in airports and traveling. And one time I remember we was just all chilling and Bushwick Bill was in there and we was we was mingling. I forgot what function that was, but I was just like, boom, I was like, oh, cut these niggas cool, cut like boom, boom, boom. I was fuck, I would fuck with them, you know what I'm saying? And then as time went on, one of my folks from Wu-Tang, my homie Storm used to fuck with Wu-Tang and he had got a deal and then he became my bro, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't stay with each other. He from the East Coast and shit, I didn't stay with him, he stayed with me, da da da. And we'll we'll do it mano mano. And he became mob deep uh manager, you know what I'm saying? So after that, boom, it just became like 24-7. Like I'm there, they here, it's cracking, we're good, everybody good. And we built a solid foundation like that. When you first got introduced to 50, is he as egotistical as he fucking seems? Or was he a good dude? When I first met 50, it was it was me. I have I was with it was me, Raz Cash, Dre went there, Eminem, uh Paul Rosenberg. I was on we was on one of the I want to say it was was it I don't know if it was an anger management tour or it was the up in smoke. It was one of them. But uh, Eminem was barely getting cracking or something. Eminem had just transitioned to Bam Bam Bam. And then we went into, we was in a fucking little ass room. And I, 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 I want to say it was somebody's bachelor party. I don't know if it was Bazaar's. Or, I, don't, I can't remember. But it was somebody's shit and we all in there. It was Eminem. And uh, me and Paul had just, we was chugging a gang of beer and shit out of kegs, clowning and shit. And then we was in a room and Paul introducing, he's like, yo, 40, this 50. You know what I'm saying? We just signed him, da, 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 da. And I'm remembering like, hey, this that nigga that had how to rob, cuz, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling him right. And it, you know, so it met the man and Red Man was in there with us, cuz. And I remember M was saying, he was like, man, nobody ain't rapping on my fucking beats, man. I want somebody to rap on my beats, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, cuz, I ain't rapping on the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> met and then was like, yeah, nigga, give us something, you feel me? And Red Man then was all like that, but. I remember them introduced 50 and we, I was asking when he was like, oh, okay, cuz, like, cuz straight, you feel me? He hadn't came out yet, though. Then he came out beasting, you feel me? And when I see mm -hmm. him beasting, I'm like, cuz, that's cuz from the room, cuz. I remember cuz I, I got, uh, Paul introduced us to, I think it was 50 and Shaw Money, you know what I'm saying? And then years transitioned, then Mob ended up being with him, you know what I'm saying? And then that's how we all transitioned. We had, Storm took us up there, we sat with Jimmy Iovine, and then, he basically, they already knew 50, you know what I'm saying? Queens, New York's small. They already knew each other, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knew each other like that, but once I came in, that's how it all started. But he's not, 50 a solid motherfucker, bro. I, I, yeah? He always been solid with me, you feel me? Now, I'm, cool. I could, he, he's probably like me. Motherfucker, once a motherfucker cross you or come playing with you or something, yeah, you're going you're gonna to be different. But other than that, we like to laugh, we like to play, we love women, you know what I'm saying? It's just all the same. Nice. Nice. When um when you were coming up, did you ever get a chance to, to hang out with Pop? 
Yeah, yeah. Pac used to go to my homie village boo, uh, could and shoot dice. That was way before he became uh, with Death Row or anything. My homie Lee Mac used to always be like, nigga, Pac be over there. He be coming to the hood, cause he be shooting dice with a cup. All that, all that time when we was that young, we didn't used to believe Lee Mac till we got him. We see ourselves like, cause this nigga really be, he hanging cuz straight, da 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 you feel me? And then when he came to the death row days, da da da, you know, niggas around. But niggas just, I'm just playing, we all playing our part, just back scene, you feel me? Shit, like my homie Badass, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? He put him on his album and shit like that. And we just saw him like, okay, bang it. You know what I'm saying? But all another like that, Pop was a solid motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you just get to experience all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't even know I was on the, I think it's the first Outlaws album. The Ride of Clyde with us. I think I'm on that one. It's like the last track. I'm on, I'm on that one. But it's a lot of shit, bro. I was like always just, I mean, I was more good, bro. I'm over here. I'm super bang banging. You feel me? Like I'm on some real niggas on site, cut with them mother, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like I was one of them, bro. And I'm I'm, yeah. I'm see my transition where I'm at today. So you've had the chance to work with, hang out with, kick with some fucking amazing artists. Like monsters. Um, yeah, yeah right. monsters. It was old dirty bastard. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> guru, guru Heavy used to give me a lot of game before he passed. But like old dirty, we was tight. You know, I was with old dirty the night Biggie died. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? I remember I was like, hey, let's go to Weezy Post to go to that party. And he was like, nah, let's just go in 40. I'm just, let's just take it in. I'm like, shit, come, come. I'm like, come. Nigga, it's cracking over there. It's going to be, man. you like, man, fuck them bitches, though, man. Ooh. We went home and then the next day he called me like, you see this shit, son? I'm like, oh, yeah, this crazy. You feel me? Yeah, kill Biggie, bro. That shit was wild as fuck. Did you ever meet Biggie? I never met Biggie, but I had uh, seen Biggie. I never had met him, though. I'd always oh. seen him. I used to see yeah. like Jaden and Locks and them, you know what I'm saying? But I never, I never met Biggie. When you got approached to be on the GTA soundtrack, how'd that go down? Uh, you know, shit, they just reached out and it was like, boom, use this, that, blah, 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 the Dre shit, da, 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 it all made sense. And I was like, let's do it. You know what I mean? It is what it is now. You know what I'm saying? I, I love yeah. it. I love that people just grasp me and took pop a little soldier. I'm thinking about remixing a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I had, I, Dre gave me a slew of records. He, I think he gave me like three records or some shit like that. And uh, nice. he was just basically, I really, like my respect goes beyond for Dre. You feel me? Like if Dre just called me like, Fody, don't do this. I'll just stop. I'll be like, for sure. Like no questions. You feel me? Like, Dre's, Dre's my nigga, you feel me? Like, he was always solid with me, and he was like, Bodie, you know what? I'm, I'm giving you these. These is yours. These are for you. I was like, real, cuz? He like, yeah, nigga. I'm like, oh, hell, this funny. You feel me? Nope. <laughs> That's well, dope. What I got to ask, what what are your thoughts on, on the state of hip-hop today? The modern, you know, where 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 that genre has come from to where it is right now. What what do you think? It seemed like you don't gotta have talent. Fucking right, exactly. They're not even putting much into that talent. They're just going, they're saying anything. It's like you listen to a song, you're like, yo, this motherfucker just talking about a bunch of nothing, nothing. Some of the shit don't even rhyme. Yeah, no yeah. substance. Have a subject. 
And then they'll be talking about killing doodle doo and then the hook will be, I love you, talking to a girl, and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? You feel me? Yeah, yeah. It might be a dope beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing with you, with every one of your fucking tracks. You can tell that is a West Coast track. Everything. Right, you right. got that. You got that sound. All right, thanks, bro. Like, yeah. We grew up with, with that type of structure, you know, being around where I come up under, you know what I'm saying? And you watch how motherfuckers work. You like this. This is how you, you know, you adapt certain certain shit and mm. you, your craft grows. But I come from a. My 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 peers and everything. I'm I'm used to having like we're talking about something. It's gonna be some substance. It's gonna be about something. And if it's heartfelt, it's gonna be heartfelt. If it's if you feel like it's club, it's whatever. As long as it's it's about something though. You know what I mean? Mm. I never really I never really I, this shit I hear now is just like damn club. Like it's like you'll hear some talented motherfuckers and you'll never they not even. The bullshit is just outshining them. Like yeah. it's a I, I hear some talent shit. I'm like, why? And it's new shit, and they be young dudes. But it's it's like they don't get no attention. It be the young dudes that just saying a bunch of nothing, bro. Like you'd be like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Some of the shit I don't even know what the fuck they saying. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't pronounce that shit. Yeah, <laughs> the mumble rap. Do you know of? Uh, can you tell us of any uh, young up and comers that are doing it right? Like someone Somebody we the, should keep our eye on. Yeah, this new motherfucker named Sporty Gotti. That's with Sugar Free. He's he dope as fuck, man. I, I like his shit. Young Gritty, he a Mexican Latino, dope as fuck. He with my homie Frank Nitty, Kimmy Casanova. Oh yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, Kimmy yeah. Casanova. I like him. I like him. But you you, you notice like I'm I'm talking about stuff with like some type of substance to him. There's just little motherfuckers out there, you know what I'm saying? I just ain't thinking off off, off top. These are just yeah. because I'm I'm here right now. You feel me? It seems like once 2015 hit, like it was like it, it all became like the age of the internet rapper. As long as you got like some viral video, that's the song that's going to be hitting on the chart all of a sudden. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it it, yeah. it, it it lost the heart. To me, anyways, I think it lost the heart. It's got to get back to the roots. It's that new artist that's over there. His name Finesse, I think it is. Finesse or something like that. Okay. He, uh, Jay Prince's son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He He's dope. I like him, too. Yeah. Another yeah. cool cat that I really like that we're going to get him on the show here is, is L.O.M. Rudy. Have you ever heard of him? He's from Michigan. Oh, L.O.M. Rudy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's real good. He's real good. He's got he he's got the beats. He's got the rhymes. He, you understand him, you know. It, it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, having some heat too over there, man. Oh yeah, Big Sean M, Rudy yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. What is your opinion on drill? Um, just kind of like yeah, you know what I'm saying, but seem cool it's entertainment you know what i'm saying but yeah for the most i know I've, I've been seeing a lot of people been shooting it down like you know they just killing each other killing each other da, da, da. i just look at it like music like when you it, i don't care about all like bro they got that same type of selection on the fucking tv you know what i'm saying you either want you want action you want thriller you want killer killer movies that horror movies like it's it's 
your selective hearing of your entertainment that you choose. You know what I'm saying? Somebody go out and watch a movie, they, and they if they go kill like the movie, what you gonna do? Oh, they shouldn't make movies like that no more. So I don't really see nothing wrong with the drill shit if that's what they choose, and it is what it is. I just I think it's it all that shit come from the character of the person that's listening to it. They're a crazy motherfucker. It's just gonna be a crazy motherfucker. You know yeah, what I'm regardless, saying? yeah, regardless of what they're listening to, but they're the gonna drill, go shoot something, then yeah. Or I think the drill the drill is cool, you know what I'm saying? I, I heard some some cool shit. Isn't it the drill like the concept of it is like they're they're using like old school beats and they flipping it or something like that? That and and, and the, but really dissing the ops. Like okay. going hard on the ops. Okay, they just be dissing each other nonstop. Hard, yeah, yeah. So like like beef tapes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But to the next level, because these kids are going out and doing it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It originated in, in Chicago, I believe. They're killing each other for real down there. Yeah. But I, I mean, guess I... it's the same, it's the same almost everywhere, though. I guess yeah. it, it just gets a lot more press from Chicago. Like it's it probably LA probably got the same amount. Yeah. Fucking same things going down. Yeah. San Bernardino, all that. It's just, it's just amount of press. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you really yeah. look at the statistics when they come out, it'll show you where all the bodies is at, where people catch them. You know what I mean? And it ain't always Chicago and live number one. Chicago be all the way down at 12 sometimes. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So it jumps all around. It's just, it's just the lifestyle period. It's just wild as fuck now, bro. Walking up, just shooting motherfuckers now. You don't know when it's gonna be a shooting. These motherfuckers just walking in the shopping stores, just be shooting motherfuckers. Yeah, shit crazy. And it's every yeah, day, man. every yeah. day. Just Word. about yeah. Before we sign out here, we always ask our our, our guests to, to give a positive message for the youth. It could be about anything. It could be about you coming up with the music or using a different outlet. What would you have to say to today's youth? Something that a lot of us don't have is financial literacy. Get some financial literacy. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing anything with music, make sure you take in that shit and you invest in that shit into other places too. Not just back into your music. Also take some, put it in some other places. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's stocks, crypto, real estate. You know what I mean? Wealth is in time. You know what I'm saying? So set that shit down and let that shit grow through time and make you wealthy. You feel me? That's a jewel, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, some of we ain't get that. We just live in the moment. We just spinning, spinning, spinning as we get it. We flossing, we showing the diamonds. I got hella diamonds. I don't even rock them shits no more. You feel me? Just I just grew out of it, you know what I'm saying? I still keep them, but I don't wear them. Don't, don't fuck off your money, whether even if it's not even rap. If you don't make music, just anything you do, just learn to invest, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what you have. In the, in the minority communities, we don't we don't have that the literacy of that. You know what I'm saying? Financial literacy. That's what we need. Absolutely. No, that, that's dope. That's dope. And do you have anything going on coming up for people to watch out for? Anything to promote? Well, I'm still working on some. I'm working on a new project with one of my homies named Niccolo. Uh, we got a project finna come. Finna do my acting thing. Just waiting for this little stuff I'm going through right now to be done. But I'm doing some some acting ventures, you know what I'm saying? I talk, I spoke to Fifty. He said he got me on some of the some of the films or whatever when I'm ready. So you know I'm almost ready. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. More pounds and all that extra shit. There we go. <laughs> yeah, 
That's dope. How long have you been doing acting for? Like acting lessons and whatnot. I ran into Mark Wahlberg and I knew him for when I was younger and I asked him to get me in some films and he got me in this movie uh, called Miss March. And I got my SAG card. He helped me get, I got a fat ass check from that shit. You feel me? Got my own trailer, all kind of shit. So nice. after that, you know what I'm saying? The transition of it is just cool. You know what I'm saying? I love Mark Wahlberg. Shout out to Mark Wahlberg for that, bro. Like, he, he kept it super solid when he didn't even have to. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you, 40, I'm going to do the three-way. I'm going to put you on, da-da. I'm like, shit, cool. You feel me? <laughs> That's I'm awesome. Like, I'm like, Mark, it's me, cuz, 40, ah, ah. He like, 40? We in a, bro, we's in an elevator. And he was in there with some golf clubs and shit. And I'm out here. I'll go to Philly. This is how I run back into my folk. You feel me? I knew Mark Wahlberg when I was younger as a teen. He took me to MTV Awards and he was smoking a joint and he tried to pass it to me on a red carpet. And I was like, I was like, bro, we gonna get in trouble. And he had his, I think of his little cousin Johnny I knew and we was all riding a limo. And we got to the awards and Mark tried to give it to me. I was like, nigga, I ain't going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta go to juvenile hall. It's kind of smoking this shit. You feel me? He walked out smoking that motherfucker walking down the curb. Like, oh, this motherfucker. Then he passed to me. I was like, fuck it. You feel me? <laughs> Well, transition years down, I get back with him. I'm in an elevator at Corrupt Wedding. I go to Philly. We in Philly. I go to, I, I got to hit some of my room and get in the elevator. I see this motherfucker and I'm like, this. I look again. He like, what floor you want? I'm like, I tell him the floor. He like, I'm like, I'm like, Mark. He like, yeah. I was like, nigga, it's me. It's 40. He's like, nigga, it's me, man. I'm like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, 40. I told him, man, I'm trying to act, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my, my peers ain't turning me on, man. What's up? Woo, woo. Call me tomorrow. I got you. I finally called him. Pick right up. Foley. I got you. I was like, yeah, man. So he's like, you really trying to do this, Foley? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, I got you. He's like, fuck it, man. You know what? I'm just, let's just do the three-way right now. And he did three-way. Did the call. Boom, boom, boom. Got me there. He stayed with me all through the, the transition. Once I got the gig, I got hired for the gig. Wow. The movie premiere, everything, man. He kept it all the way solid, man. I love him for that shit, bro. That's dope, man. That's dope. Word. Yeah. Word. Man, you're going to have a big career coming with acting, I met, I bet, man. you fucking been all through these uh, mm-hmm. these rap music streets, fucking been with all the greatest. Now it's time to hit that red carpet with those greats. Yeah. You feel now, me? now you'll be smoking your joint going down that red carpet. Man, you know, yeah. <laughs> One thing I love, man, I love acting. I love making music, man. You know what I mean? It just feels good. That's adult, man. And that's, that's yeah, man. That's why you're going to do well at it. Well, yep. thank you. 40, thank you so much for coming on tonight, my man. Yes, really sir. We appreciate it. Going to have yeah. you coming back on. I want to hear some more stories. We're going to deep dive into some of those fucking some war stories from back in the day. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> man. Anytime, man. It's a pleasure, man. Awesome. You take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Broken Home Podcast. We got 40 Glock. Thank you very much, oh. sir. All right, love one. Have a good night. So, like, similar like how California would be your state, Ontario was like our state. It's our province. Right. So, is that yeah. the place where they was allowed to get? They allowed to get naked in a club or something like that? Oh yeah, man. They'll take a dollar bill out of out of your mouth with their pussy up here. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I experienced some crazy shit out there, but no, nah, I love Canada. I'm, I'd be pissed they don't let me come back. They stopped me oh, at the border with corrupt one time. He's like, nah, we're gonna be cool. This motherfucker corrupt was drunk as fuck. I dressed in a suit, 
I tried to change my whole composure. I hid my tattoos. I put makeup over them. I put my sleeves over my hands. You couldn't see no tats, nothing. They let him walk straight through, bro. I'm talking, he looked like a straight gangbanger off the, off the block. You feel me? Yeah. 